episode 166. Welcome to Radical Ladies and Gents. I'm your host, Shane Hazel. Thank you guys for tuning in. Today is Thursday. It is early, early in the morning uh, of November. I'm, I'm sorry, Wednesday, geez, oh Pete. Wednesday, November 10th of 2021, and we are going to celebrate the Marine Corps birthday today. Welcome, uh, everybody. I don't care where you're from. I don't care if you're left, right, center, independent. I don't care what you call yourself. I don't care about any of that kind of stuff. I appreciate that you're here. I appreciate that you got an open mind. I appreciate that you're listening. Uh, today, I am going to really, really lay into... The United States Marine Corps, their uh, their their commandant, their sergeant major, the messages that they're promoting right now, and really, I'm going to lay into the American public. I think in this show, man, because I think it needs to be done, and I think it needs to be done by a Marine and a Marine that's been around, seen a couple things. Uh, that is absolutely going to call them on their own bullshit. And I know that's not popular. Uh, I, I know people don't like being called on their, their own bullshit. But, uh, man, today just feels like that day, November 10th, 2021. I can tell you right now, I am, I'm not proud of, of any of what is coming out of these guys. And I'm going to point out some things to you guys, man, that I think you're going to just, I mean, it's going to make you your jaws drop a little bit, but, um, I'm, I'm not gonna, I think in this day and age, you know, holding back and somebody was hitting, you know, um, the, the Shane Hazel that's pissed off is the best Shane Hazel. And while I appreciate, um, the, the comment in, in terms of, I understand your frustration. I understand a lot of people's frustration. I understand uh, maybe I vocalized that frustration um, pretty well. And um, I, I, I'm going to tell you, this, this is going to be that episode where I, I'm fucking going to cuss. I'm, I'm, I am livid with what's going on in the world. I am livid with what's going on um, today, especially with the United States Marine Corps and the the I don't know the the people out there that talk about supporting the troops maybe they don't fucking see it. Um, first and foremost, if you want to go out and support Radical, you want to help me, uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, you can go to Patreon.com/slash/RadicalPod and thank you guys for all becoming patrons. If you don't have a lot of money and you want to. I don't know, put in a review on Apple. That really, really helps. And uh, I appreciate those guys. Leave me a five-star review. I will read it here on the air. So go over and do that while you're listening. And I, like I said, you know, if you've been around for a minute and you don't have the time or they don't have the money to do it, uh, you got a little bit of time, man. And I, I put a ton of work on this kind of stuff. So if you've been listening, go out and give it a review. Thank you. Uh, and lastly, if you got anything to bring to my attention, you can send it to Shane at radicalpod.com and you can find everything about, uh, myself, the run for governor Helios and some gear over at, uh, radicalpod.com. All the links for social media and everything else are there, but let's get into the show. The Marine Corps, uh, on the Marine Corps birthday, uh, it is 246 years uh, today. Uh, so the Marine Corps actually predates the the Constitution by a little bit. It doesn't predate, obviously, the states. And 
um, you know, the the Marine Corps uh, was said to arise out of a need uh, to go and squash some Barbary pirates over off the coast of Tripoli, and you know, it uh, it never went away. Right, it's another government program that uh, that never went away. And I will say, you know, like these guys, you know, a lot of I would say the majority of people that ever ran off to the Marine Corps, um, there's something there's something different about them. Right. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they're maybe they're dumb. <laughs> maybe they're just a bunch of fucking crannies. But I, I honestly think they're a bunch of do-getters. I think they're a bunch of idealists by nature. I think they they cherish the idea of freedom uh, so much that they're willing to go through absolute hell to make sure that they preserve it. And that's what we're sold. You know, that's what that's what we're told from the time we're little kids is this is who the Marine Corps is. This is what the Marine Corps does. And look at them. I mean, Jesus Christ, they are, they look amazing. They are, they are trim for the most part. They are um, well-groomed. They, well, some of them speak well. Uh, there are a lot of them that do not. Um, but they are, without a doubt, warriors. They are shock force and shock troops that have proved themselves over and over and over on a battlefield to be formidable warriors, maybe the most formidable warriors the planet has ever seen. And I think that might be also uh, their Achilles heel in a lot of cases. Uh, when when you when times change, the Marine Corps uh, changes very slowly because it understands one thing and one thing only, and that's shock force. So with, with all that being said, um, I was saying, saying in the last uh, episode that November 7th was a critical day in my life. No, November 7th was the day I landed on Paris Island, um, put my little feet on the, the yellow footprints, and then walked through the doors in that moment, uh, in that decision, I guess, to become a United States Marine. Obviously, it starts a little bit before that, but I, I'll tell you, you know, I was that kid um, that was 21 years old, uh, was go, about to go into my last year of college, uh, was going to graduate, and had, you know, great grades and everything else was, um, I don't know, going down the criminal justice route, and maybe the Marine Corps saved me from a life as a police officer, or I don't know, what, whatever I was going to do with a, a, a criminal justice degree, thank God. I guess uh, that I didn't go down that route or I didn't get to go down that route or I made some other decisions. But um, on, I think it was September 15th, 17th, somewhere in there, I walked into the recruiter's office after 9-11 and I said, hey man, what can you tell me about reconnaissance? And my recruiter looked at me and I will never forget what he said. Oh, dog, snooping and pooping snooping and pooping dog. And I realized right then that guy didn't know shit about reconnaissance. I'd probably done more homework on reconnaissance in the couple of days beforehand. Um, but it, just to kind of figure it out because I knew I wanted to be a Marine, but I also knew I wanted to be among the best of the Marine Corps, the two time volunteers, the guys that do absolutely the impossible. And I, I knew that's what I had to do. Uh, long story short, the guy signed me up and I went in, became an open contract 
And the way I got a reconnaissance quickly was I, I became the honor grad out of boot camp. I became the honor grad out of Marine combat training. I was afforded the opportunity at Marine combat training. They said, Hey man, you want to go jump out of planes? I said, sounds like a really good way to get my foot in the door over at reconnaissance quickly. And so I went down to Fort Benning. I jumped out of some C-130s with the Army and then went up to Fort Lee, Virginia and became a parachute rigger and became the class leader and honor grad and the Abbott E. Dodge Award winner there. I'm telling you, like I, I was a really, really, I guess what you'd call an outstanding Marine at the time. Uh, I studied... I knew some things. I had discipline. I was a little bit older. I was 21 instead of, you know, being 17, 18 years old. And I I was, you know, extremely physically fit. Plus, I had had a lot of the, um, I don't know, mental toughness drilled into me in my earlier days as I played football. So between being physically fit, um, having having been a runner before I left for the Marine Corps, uh, you know, just naturally, I, I, that's what I love to do. I just love to go out and, you know, put down three to five miles uh, and, and really kind of be outside and, and open my lungs and decompress from uh, what I was doing in school. It was one of my favorite things to absolutely do. So you combine all those things and you get a pretty good Marine. Now, as, you know, as I was graduating from the um, the Fort Lee, Virginia, uh, school for rigging. I, I, I got approached again and they said, Hey, we need bodies out at first horse reconnaissance company. You want to go? And I said, yeah, man, like this is the premier special operations group inside the Marine Corps at the time. And at that time we didn't, um, we didn't contribute to, uh, to SOCOM. MARSOC wasn't around. So you had um, reconnaissance at the battalion level. You had reconnaissance at the MEF level, uh, which was where forced reconnaissance uh, at that time was, uh, I guess, kind of staged or, or, or sheltered under or umbrellaed under. So anyway, fast forward, um, the, the day we got picked up, um, you know, that, that was November 7th. So 20 years has just come and gone and the other day would have been my my I don't know 20 years was up my my ability to retire from the Marine Corps and I can't tell you I mean I'd probably dead uh by now um with you know the the amount of deployments and everything else or or just the the mental and physical uh rigors of what a lot of guys have been through during that time I mean it it was absolutely insane and you know, with the the guys that would deploy and could stay healthy enough and were young enough uh, to continue to deploy and deploy and deploy. I know a lot of them, and I know a lot of them that have taken their own lives. I know a lot of them that have turned to, um, you know, psychotic type drugs and and really had their their lives changed because of the VA pushing um, pharmaceuticals into them instead of allowing them things like psilocybin or cannabis. Right. And with all that being said, um, you know, those obviously November 7th is crazy day. Um, and and in terms of it changed my life fast forward from, I guess, boot camp a couple of years to November of 2004, November of 2004 on 
the seventh day of November, we were entering Fallujah. And we were we were losing dudes everywhere. Like guys were getting shot, shot guys were getting killed, blown up, guys were absolutely being destroyed. Uh, and to see all of that unfold uh, in the in the horror of war um, in probably the biggest urban battle uh, that's ever taken place for the United States Marine Corps, uh, and I've mentioned it before, like urban warfare is way different than uh, you know what they used to do in terms of fighting in fields um, and and just the scale and the enormity and the dangerous areas and you know, what you're going to see. Um, it is door by door by door. And you have no idea what's on the other side of those doors. And you're going to go through door after door after door. Now, I'm not going to sit here and ever tell anybody that I am uh, proud of the the war on terror or any of that. Absolute uh, bullshit. It's a lie. And I think it deserves to be spoken about. I think it's one of those things, you know, um, you probably go out and catch Biting the Bullets show. Uh, I just sat down with Typo and um, uh, a another guest, and I won't say his name, let's we'll call him Scott. Um, uh, and he's, he's also on Twitter, but he's going to be releasing um, that story of us talking kind of through where we were, what we were doing in Fallujah. And I think it is a, you know, an incredible story that, needs to be told from the right point of view. Uh, and obviously having been kind of the, the razor's edge during that paddle, man, like you see some shit and you're going to spend the rest of your life trying to forget a lot of it. So at any rate, um, these were, these were all big, you know, November 7th is just one of those days. It comes around every year and it's, I don't know, maybe a little depressing. It's one of those days that, uh, I am, I don't, I look back on fondly. I don't see a lot of great things out of it. I just, I see, you know, what, what happened, what transpired and you know what I am because of it. And I, I, I look at today, if I was still in the Marine Corps or had just separated from the Marine Corps this week, as I was leaving to see what the, you know, the, the, the Marine Corps has become to see what they are doing to the guys like myself who stuck around, who ran in after 9-11 to go and protect their, their countrymen, right? Like, that's what they thought. I know, I know, I know some of you guys are saying that's not what it's about. Yeah, I, we all know this. At the time, we didn't. At the time, we were so damn indoctrinated. We had no idea. We had just been attacked. We lost 3,000 people. Two towers had fallen. The, the country, especially New York City, was reeling. I mean, think about the time. I mean, nobody cared that it was a liberal area, a progressive area that got hit. Nobody cared about those kind of things. I sure as hell didn't. All I saw is our, our country was under attack and I knew we were going to war. And I knew they were going to need really, really great, outstanding young men to go and possibly do some really, really devastating, scary type of stuff. 
so for those guys that you know they went they 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 you know what they call or what they say answering the call those guys spent 20 fucking years doing things like the initial invasion the push into possibly Afghanistan some of the first people there the people that you know were the first into Iraq the guys that went through Nazaria the guys that went through Baghdad to Crit Najaf Fallujah Anabar province I mean you name it man like this is this is what they started out with. The guys that continued through Afghanistan for years and years and years and years. Syria. The northern horn of Africa. The eastern horn of Africa. I mean, these guys have been through hell. Not once, not twice. But more times than you can possibly imagine putting putting life on hold losing family members divorces losing their the guys that they were probably closest to in the world their brothers losing their youth coming out with mangled scarred bodies and minds souls 20 fucking years of hell. And what are they at now? You got to get a shot. You're going to get a shot. Or we're not going to give you your retirement. We're not going to give you uh, an honorable discharge. We're not going to do, you know, we're not going to we're not going to hold up the contract. That's what a lot of these guys are facing right now. And I mean, from the bottom of my heart, man, I, I, I feel. I do. I feel for you guys. A lot of you guys that, you know, maybe were quitters like me, right? That said, nah, fuck this place. I'm done. Like, I'm not going to continue to deploy. And, and, and I've seen some shit and I'm done. Right? Like, there are plenty of you guys out there too. What happened? You know, you got out and maybe you're doing really well. And all these people in America that say, oh, yeah, man, I, I love the military. Fuck yeah, Marines. You guys are awesome. Kick ass. All these people that have businesses or run businesses right now. They've, I don't know, they probably got a flag out front. Maybe they've got government contracts even. I know there's a lot of you guys out there. Lots and lots, thousands and thousands and thousands of you guys that went to work in the military industrial complex. I know it. A lot of those organizations, most organizations, they are, man, they're star spangling awesome. Happy 4th of fucking July. Um, we're independent and, you know, freedom, freedom, freedom. Fuck. I, I mean, it's just like, are you serious? Are you fucking serious? Right now, a lot of the guys that are not going to get vaccinated anymore are the guys that got vaccinated with things like anthrax. Salt dudes die 
or have extremely adverse reactions to anthrax back in the early 2000s. And they're like, nah, I'm good. You can keep your fucking, you know, your unresearched shot. There's not been there's not been enough time to understand what the long term consequences of these Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson and Johnson shots are. I can tell you right now, it doesn't look good from the short point of view. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read um, a couple of things, and you know maybe let's let's just do this. So right now, the the commandant, the the guy who is in charge of the Marine Corps. He's a, what we call a dual cool guy. He's got his little uh, dive bubble from back in, I don't know, before 2000, it looks like, 2002. Uh, and he's got his golden jump wings, man. So I, from what I understand, I think Neller, uh, I'm sorry, uh, I, I think that he used to be uh, at one time a uh, reconnaissance Marine. His name is General David Berger. Um, and then you have the, the Commandant, right now let's see and that is sergeant major uh troy e black and i'll tell you uh i i'm not inspired by either one of these two guys they have sat down uh, a couple days ago and released a video these two look like the most morose motherfuckers in the marine corps and i don't know maybe under stress and duress they have bent the knee. They are sitting there. They're slouched. They're not standing up like Marines. They look like they've had the absolute shit beat out of them. It looks like they've surrendered. And I I just, I look at, I mean, the lighting looks bad. They look washed out. They're, I mean, it's, it's low lighting. There is, I mean, you, you don't really even see the colors. I see in the background you know, the Marine Corps flag is hidden in the shadows and the American flag is not. And, you know, like I, I look for all sorts of things like this because during things like SEER training, you know, you're looking for other things in, you know, in propaganda that maybe somebody who knows what the fuck is up is hiding, right? Like a, a hidden message for those people that are out there and 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 looking in, so it's it's one of those things that, for me, I don't know. Maybe there's more to this picture than I'm taking away from it. But I look at these two guys and I go, "Hmm, what the fuck is up, guys?" Because your message, I don't know. I hope you're under stress and duress, and I hope you do something about it. But your message that everybody's got to go get a vaccine now. Listen. Listen to this. This is uh, David Berger, the Commandant. Hi, Marines. Uh, Sergeant Major and I wanted to take a couple minutes today to talk to you about the vaccination for COVID. And the reason we're talking to you today is, so far, uh, more than 90% of the Marines are vaccinated, and that's a really good progress. I don't know about uh, each of you, but I've seen a lot of information on the internet and what I've read, some of which is true and some of which not true. All right, so let's stop there. First and foremost, I mean, does he sound like a commandant? Does he sound like a Marine? I mean, you I just look at this guy right now, and I, I don't see any inspiration or confidence that Marines, the Marine Corps that I knew, would follow this man. 
He is slouched. His body position is is completely out of whack. This is not how the Marine Corps portrays itself. He is soft-spoken. He is not practiced in this. He is not articulate. This is an unpolished piece of propaganda. And I hope, I hope that they're trying to send some other message to everybody else. I can't believe that there's 90% of the Marine Corps that's vaccinated. I am absolutely shocked. I think that is an absolute propaganda number. I don't believe that for a second. I'm going to let this guy continue. About the vaccine and is it really safe? And how did they come up with this vaccine and is it ethical? Uh, I can tell you my view is I know the science behind it. I know how the vaccine was developed. I'm confident in it. And that's the best way that we can protect not just ourselves, but protect the rest of the Marines around us and our families. I just, really? You got a bunch of, I mean, predominantly, the Marine Corps is young. It is 18, 19, 20, under 25, I'd say. The majority of people in the Marine Corps are under 25. They are specimens. I mean, these guys can run three miles in just over 15 minutes, some of them. A lot of them run the the maxed out PFT, I think, you know, three miles in 18 minutes. If you're doing the math, you're looking at five to six minute miles consistently. They can do 20 pull-ups. They can do 100 crunches. And that's the PFT. This is a very young, resilient, low body fat. I mean, just freaks of nature, some of them, that have outstanding immune systems. And they think that a brand new shot is what's going to help best protect them Again, I pause this and I'm looking at their faces and it looks like their dog just died. And the friends, because we're, we, have to, we have to operate as a team. We have to be ready. We are the nation's force in readiness. We have to be able to answer the bell when something bad happens around the world and the president says, I need, I need to know how long it's going to take to get Marines there. Well, it's too late, too late then to get vaccinated. Well, I'm going to tell you right now there, Commandant Berger, the the Marine Corps should not be going anywhere ever again, especially after Afghanistan, without a declaration of war from fucking Congress. Force and readiness, yeah, okay. Get a bill of war. Go ahead. Let's let's start by doing that. The sergeant major is staring off into space right now. And he has been this entire time. You have to be ready all the time to respond. Yeah, I think at this point, Marines, it's important for us to understand we, we have uh, requirements to be able to be deployable. And <laughs> Oh, boy. Now, here we go. This is the sergeant major. If there's anybody who's supposed 
to, I don't know, have the backs of the enlisted Marines at this point. It's supposed to be Sergeant Major Black. We have requirements to be deployable. I'm pretty sure this shot isn't going to make everybody safer when they deploy against a virus. A virus is handled with MOP level fucking four. For you guys that don't understand MOP, MOP is the nuclear biological chemical um, system that you carry with you into harm's way. When you when you deploy, you have MOP gear, specifically your MOP gear assigned to you, which includes a mask, a suit, gloves, booties, all those things. And in terms of MOP level four, you're wearing all of those things. If there's a bad enough contagion in the area, you're not wearing, you know, like a, a cloth mask. Everything that you guys do when you guys are, you know, I don't know, are made to wear masks out there. I know this crowd doesn't fucking wear masks. But when you guys are made to wear, like when people are made to wear masks, that's why I think it's such bullshit. When we're talking about viruses, like mop level four is what we were trained to put on if there was a threat of a virus, of a biological, is what they called it back in the day, a virus. You have to have a sealed face mask. No beards. That's why for a long time, you know, you never saw beards on anybody. No beards, none of that kind of bullshit. Not cloth, where you see these guys inhaling, you know, from their their vape pens and then, you know, blowing it out through the same mask that they just inhaled it through and smoke goes everywhere. Vape goes everywhere. They're fucking cherry-scented dreamsicle nonsense. No offense to you guys that vape. I really appreciate it, by the way, like, when you're not walking through cigarette smoke as a non-smoker, man, that's that's really nice. You know, <laughs> a little bit of a little bit of your strawberry dream vape is not so bad. But uh, back back to these guys, man. Like I I, I just sit here and I, I watch this the, the the consternation, the the thousand yard stare on these two's on their face, unbelievable to me. And all of us joined the Marine Corps to do the great things that Corps offers us to do. Uh, it's challenging for us to be able to continue the mission if we're not ready to go. Whether that be training, whether that be rifle range or the PFT in this case. Training is the only thing that you need to do. Combat training. And it's still not going to prepare you for real battle. This guy's talking about going to the rifle range. He's talking about PFTs. Man, get the fuck out of here. It happens to, to include uh, the COVID-19 vaccine. So we need to continue to press forward to make sure we meet our requirements. We need you to get vaccinated. We need every single Marine uh, in the unit to be vaccinated. We don't, we don't have extra Marines. We're a pretty small force, and we have to make sure that everybody on the team is ready to go all the time. Sure. That's our job. Your job. <laughs> God. Oh, man. Um, well, I'll tell you right now. Like my, my confidence in the Marine Corps leadership is at an all-time low.
thank you, um, Commandant Berger and um, whole Sergeant Major Black. You guys, boy, really knock it out of the park. I wanted to take a second and go through the on the Marine Corps website as well. Uh, the USMC celebrates 246 years of service to its nation. I'm going to just point shit out that I see. Maybe for a little while, for a little while in the very beginning, maybe the Marine Corps served the nation, right? When it was actually, you know, removing pirates from ships and all that kind of stuff. But I'm going to tell you right now, as a corporate entity that America is, it was serving America's interest even back then, right? It was it was serving trade. It was serving the rich people who were in, uh, I don't know, trade to places in the middle, uh, in the Mediterranean, uh, in the Middle East, in the Northern Horn of Africa, all over Europe. Like we were serving the people who ran trading companies. That's it. And that has progressed. Are we serving our nation? I mean, did we serve our nation? No, we served banks. We served corporations. We served greedy ass politicians. That's who we served, man. And, you know, don't feel like you ever, 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 please don't do it. Don't ever thank me for my service. I I don't need it. I don't want it. It makes me feel yicky, (laughs) right? Like you just did something you weren't supposed to do. You know, the truth about it and people just say it for lip service. Like, Hey, listen, I appreciate the thought in your head. I appreciate the thought in your head that, you know, once upon a time that you thought that, Hey, yeah, you know what? That guy maybe did some stuff that he thought he was doing for America. Fuck. We weren't. And once you learn it, you can never unsee it, right? You see it, you can't unsee it. So this is from the Marine Corps website, marines.mil news. On November 10th, 2021, Marines across the globe recognized and acknowledged 246 years of service to this to their country. I can't even say it with a straight face. The sacrifices made to defend democracy. Wow. Democracy. I thought we were defending the Constitution of the United States from enemies foreign and domestic as per our oath. Now it's just fucking democracy. Jesus Christ. These guys are fucking clowns. I, I mean, you can't even, the propaganda now has invaded even this, like this day. And Marines are going to read this, no doubt. Well, those of us Marines that can read this are reading this and going, what? No. The Constitution of the United States against enemies foreign and domestic, not goddamn democracy. Democracy is fucking gang rape. That's it. It's two people deciding what they can fucking do to a third person. That's goddamn democracy, where rights don't matter, where the Constitution certainly doesn't matter. And the Marine Corps' enduring legacy as America's premier fighting force. Um, yeah, okay. Like I said earlier, I think uh, you know the Marine Corps in history has probably had some of the best fighters. I think that maybe this whole COVID thing in extremely young people getting shots might be a way to take that down a notch. I know I'm a conspiracy theorist. Why would you give young people with a 99 point bazillion 9% chance of survival of COVID 
of having natural immunity. No mention of that at all by the Commandant. Or by anybody that's pushing this goddamn narrative that you got to be vaxxed and that being vaxxed is the way to go. But it's also not awesome because, I don't know, boosters, right? You got to get boosters. And it's still awesome. But still wear a face mask. And you're still contagious. People are seeing through this shit all over the place. The article goes on. The Marine Corps' annual tradition celebrates the establishment of the organization on November 10th, 1775 by the Second Continental Congress. Following their role in the American Revolution, the Marines were abolished following the Treaty of Paris in 1783. Then on July 11th, 1798, Congress ordered the creation of the Marine Corps and directed it to be available for service under the Secretary of the Navy. The birthday, also known as the Marine Corps Day, has a, was originally celebrated on July 11th from 1799 until 1921 when Major General Lejeune issued an order to formalize the tradition and establish the official day of honor, the birthday of the Marine Corps. The ceremony traditionally includes a guest of honor, a reading of the general of General Lejeune's birthday message and the current commandant's message, recognition of the oldest and the youngest Marine present, and a cake cutting. So for you guys that don't know about this part, there's cake. There's fucking cake at the birthday, right? It's a birthday cake. And the oldest, crustiest Marine in the room and the guy that is, you know, there on a waiver from his parents who's 17 years old, maybe. Those two clowns get up in front of everybody and they take a sword and they cut the cake. And then they eat it together. It's, I don't know, part of our cult, cult traditions, cutting cake, youngest and oldest breed. Um, and I don't know, man, like it. it, it you know, you look back and you say some shit out loud from a different point of view later on, and you're just like, oh boy, yeah, it's a fucking cult. While the first cake ceremony is unknown, the first on record took place in the Marine Barracks, Washington, D.C. in 1937. Major General Thomas Holcomb, the Commandant, presided at the open house for Marine Corps officers, including the cutting of a huge cake in the shape of Tun Tavern, the birthplace of the Marine Corps. This is fiction. I'm going to tell you right now. When they started celebrating the Marine Corps birthday, you know why they probably celebrated the Marine Corps birthday? It's because some guys who were sitting around, who were probably enlisted, right, started talking about the Marine Corps birthday and like because, you know, they don't have a lot to look forward to. It was a day of, you know, coming together and celebrating a day that they kind of shared, you know, like their shared fucking misery. I guarantee you. It's probably some unwritten, you know, definitely unwritten uh, piece of history that, you know, probably a couple of Lance Corporals or Corporals or something like that. Maybe some private first class. They were together like, hey, man, it's Marine Corps birthday today. How many years have we been around? I don't know. hundred something, whenever it started, right? And the guy's like, oh, man, we should get a fucking cake. I'm I, harebrained ideas like this. All the time in the Marine Corps. Yeah, man, let's go get a fucking cake. Let's go down to the exchange. Let's go over to the base. Let's, let's see what we can do about, you know, scrounging up a cake. Maybe we can get all the other Marines in on this too. I guarantee you that's how it started happening. And then the fucking officers came in 
and we're like, oh yeah, we want in on this too. We want to be, we want to be with the enlisted guys who are celebrating the Marine Corps. They have cake every year. Oh, maybe we can, maybe we can cut it with a, you know, with our Malamute sword, and give the youngest guy a piece of cake. Guarantee you, this is fucking how it started. I, I mean, I can see it now. The article goes on, and this year's annual message. Oh, man. Uh, and this year's annual message, Commandant of the Marine Corps, David Berger, and Sergeant Major, the two sad, morose motherfuckers that you just hear, heard me play, of the Marine Corps, Troy Black, pay tribute to the men and women who joined following September 11, 2001. These Marines were called to service as an elite counterinsurgency force and made great contributions in the deserts of Iraq, Afghanistan, Syria, and Northern Africa. Get the fuck out of here. These guys, yeah, they were in service, like I said, to the banks and everybody else out there. They, they joined right after September 11th. The people who were retiring... He says, he goes on to quote, as we mark the 20th anniversary of those who fought the war on terror and are now retiring, we want them to know that we appreciate their courage, sacrifice, and the valor they showed during this conflict, said General Berger. Get fucked, General Berger. How about you stand for those guys? How about you fucking take a stand instead of looking like a big bitch? Sitting down with your, with your shoulders rolled forward, looking like you just got the shit kicked out of you. We believe in forced vaccination in this nation. No. We believe in the individual right to bodily autonomy, to the right of conscience, to the right of association, to the right to speak your mind, the right to say no and give no fucking answer about it. That's what we believe in. That is what I think the indomitable Marine Corps spirit is. We appreciate your courage, sacrifice, and valor. What a disappointment. Over and over and over again, I have been vindicated in leaving that organization. To have somebody that will bend the knee in this time when they should be fighting for the Marines. The Marines, is supposedly, they want to honor through their courage and sacrifice and valor. By what? By laying down? By being a limp fish? By being a bitch? You got to be fucking kidding me. Thanks, but no thanks. You want to know how you radicalize people? This is it. This is how you radicalize people who gave... 20 years of their lives to a Marine Corps just to have, I don't know, some limp dick general and sergeant major come out defeated, wounded to come out and do this kind of bullshit. You guys are absolutely some of the worst fucking Marines ever. The Marines of the Frozen Res Reservoir, of Inchon, of Iwo Jima, 
of Tripoli, of Fallujah, Way City, of the island hopping campaign throughout the Pacific and the European theater in World War I. They would be fucking shamed. They wouldn't recognize you. Not standing for your Marines right now. The ones that put in 20 fucking years of service. Goes on. In the message, General Berger and Sergeant Major Black also share their vision of young Marines who have important roles to play in continuing the legacy of the Marines as amphibious warfighters. Quote, the next generation of Marines may operate differently and in different places than the Marines who wear the Eagle Globe and Anchor today, yet they will join a long and proud heritage of Marine fighters who have never turned from the threat of an enemy. I'm going to pause in this quote until now. Until now. Because you two, I guarantee you, have been threatened. And now you have turned from those domestic enemies who are threatening you, who are threatening this nation, who are absolutely well outside their constitutional authority. And you have turned. Instead of facing that threat head on and calling it out what it is, you guys have turned in bitches it goes on we will always remain most ready when our nation is least ready because we must protect our shores and our citizens and as the next evolution of warfighting becomes our reality it will still be the marines who defend this nation said general Berger. happy 246 years there marines fucking feel for you guys man I do especially the guys that are still in the guys that listen to the show um, man fuck these guys don't let them live inside your head all these fucking cowards right now that are bending the goddamn knee to the state fuck them don't let them live inside that head man that OODA loop that's yours you're gonna be okay we're gonna figure this fucking shit out and in history those that did this kind of bullshit to their fellow man, especially the goddamn Marines. Man, you guys are going to be remembered in history as some of the worst. People that absolutely did nothing. That when it really came down to a real fight of taking a stand in the core principles, honor, courage, commitment. You're see-through. You're absolutely hollow. You're rotten on the inside. And everybody can see it. To my brothers that are still out there, my brothers and sisters that are still fighting the fight, that are still out there that are civilians at this point, I love you guys. I see you all the time. I know it's not an easy world. I know there's shit going on everywhere. You have survived far worse. Do not give up. 
inch by inch by inch. You will wear them down. You will dismantle them. You will take them apart. And we will fucking win. They have no idea what you've seen. They have no idea what you know. They have no idea what you're capable of. They're going to fucking find out. I guarantee it. So fuck these motherfuckers. Happy birthday, motherfuckers. 246 years. Well, you can put a fucking nail in that coffin. Right now. Like I said, the rest of you guys, I love you to death. Thank you for hanging out with me. Thank you for, you know, listening to me during during uh, my, 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 my Marine Corps salute here to the bastards that are leading it right now. If you guys are out there and you need help adjusting, hit me up. Shane at RadicalPod.com. It ain't easy, man. It is a lot of pills that you're going to have to swallow that are super tough, but after a time, you're looking forward to them so you can sit there and say, oh man, yeah, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. What else can we destroy? What else can we destroy in terms of fallacy? Where's the truth at? You got it in you. You're idealist. Keep fighting. I will catch you guys here later in the week. Until then, I love you. I need you. Peace. Um, don't hurt people and don't take their stuff.